This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Ruchem Abam, welcome everyone. Meseches Yivamais, Daf Ayin Tesamadbeis. Today we're going to learn about the sugya of whether a saris has the mitzvah of Yibam and do you do Yibam to the wife of a saris. Now this should not be confused with the subject of Pitsuadaka, even though he may be a Pitsuadaka, but there are two distinct areas of halacha. One is whether a Pitsuadaka can marry into the fold. Now, regarding the definition of Pitsuadaka, there are two kinds of Sris. There's someone who is born that way and someone who experienced an illness or, a, uh, or an injury. So, regarding Pitsuadaka, the Isser of Pitsuadaka is only someone who experienced an illness or an injury. Someone who is born that way, there's no Isser of Pitsuadaka. However, when it comes to the Saris not doing Yibam or not doing Yibam to his wife, then it may have a completely opposite definition, as we're about to see in the Mishnah. Amar Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua said, Shamati I heard, I heard from my rabbis, Shahasris Khoilitz, that someone who's a Sris, in fact, does Khalitza, doesn't do Yibam, but does Khalitza, the Khotzin Ishtai, and you do Khalitza to his wife. The Hasris and the Sris himself, Loi Khoilitz, he does not do Khalitza, the Loi Khotzin Ishtai, and you don't do Khalitza to his wife. Basically, Rabbi Shua uh, had conflicting traditions. And he didn't know how to reconcile them. On the one hand, he heard that a sris could do chalitza and he could do chalitza his wife. On the other hand, he heard that a sris cannot do chalitza and you don't do chalitza to his wife. Vainly lefarish. And Rabbi Yeshua said, I can't really explain these conflicting traditions. Amr Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, Aniya farish. I will explain. Sris Adam. Someone who was injured or had an illness and it happened later in life, he could do chalitza and he could do chalitza to his wife. Rashi says, Sris Adam is someone who is nistaris la'achar shenoilad. So someone who is a Sris Adam, he could do chalitza. And you could do chalitza to his wife. You may even be able to do yibam to his wife. We will see. Because this guy, at least at a certain point in time, had a moment that he was kosher. Now, a sris does not do chalitza. In other words, what's the starting point? The starting point is really a sris should not be able to do yibam or chalitza. Because, uh, number one, the whole purpose of doing yibam is to build up your brother's name, that your brother's name should not be erased. Now, if the Yavam is a Sris, he cannot build up his brother's name. Furthermore, the wife of a Sris, you should not be able to do Yibam to, because it says, uh, so your brother's name won't be erased, but in a, in a sense, his name was already erased uh, from the fact that he was a Sris. So Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that someone who, at least at some time in his life, was able, his uh, reproductive organ was intact, so he was able to not be erased, or he was able to build up his brother's house. 
and therefore, um, and therefore he would be able to do chalitza. Let me just turn that off. Therefore, he would be able to do chalitza. That is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva holds that a son who became a sris later in life, <coughs> you, he could do chalitza and he could do chalitza to his wife because he had a time that he was kosher. However, sris chama, sris chama is someone who is born that way, loy chaylitz, he does not do chalitza. Because since he was born that way, he's categorically excluded from the mitzvah of Yibam. And you don't do chalitza his wife. He doesn't have a time that he is kosher. In other words, Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion, if the person is injured, he could do chalitza, and you could do chalitza his wife. Now, the interesting thing is, this guy is a p'suadaka. Because someone who became injured later, so he couldn't do Yibum because of the lava p'tzuadaka. However, he's not categorically excluded from Yibum as being a sris because it happened later in life. And the Gemara is going to discuss, well, if he's a p'tzuadaka, according to Rabbi Akiva, that chayve lavin are like chayve krisos, so then he should be categorically exempt from the midst of Yibum. Okay, this is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Lazar Aymer. Rabbi Lazar says this has nothing to do with the moment of suitability. Loiki. Someone who is born that way. Sort of Rabbi Lazar holds that the dinam of Tzuadaka and Sris are the same. Someone who is a Sris Chama, someone who is born a Sris. So he could do Chalitza, and he could do Chalitza to his wife. Because if he was born that way, then his organs are intact but not functioning and they could be healed. Someone who experienced an injury, so the organs are damaged. So that's the Machloikas Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Leazar. Rabbi Kiva says that if the, if it, it all depends on whether there was ever a moment of uh, health. If there was a moment of health, then it is not categorically excluded from Yibam. And therefore you could do Chalitza. If they were born that way, then Loi Chalitza Miyabmim. Rebbe Lezer says no. If they were born that way, they're able to be cured Chalitza. If it happened later, they cannot be healed, and therefore Loi Chalitza. Says the, says the Mishnah, Heyid Rabbi Shob ben Masera. Rabbi Shob ben Masera testified. For those learning Daf Yoimi, who's Rabbi Yeshua ben Masera? He's a very interesting name. If you look in Tainus on Daf Gimel Amar Aleph, the Gemara has a Shaila: Is it Rabbi Yehuda? Is it Ben Masera? And uh, the Gemara says it's Rabbi Yeshua ben Masera. So this is a rare name. I believe. Okay. So the Gemara says, Hey, Rabbi Shob ben Masera, Al ben Megusas, on a guy by the name of ben Megusas, Shehoya Birushalayim, who was in Jerusalem, and he was a Sris Adam, he was injured, and therefore he had a Shas Koshar, the Yibmayas Ishtai, and they did Yibam to his wife, Lekayim, Rabbi Akiva, that 
as long as someone has a Shas Koisha. Now, Rabbi Akiva would say the Sris Adam himself can't do Yibam. The wife of a Sris Adam, you could even do Yibam to. Fine. Now, the Mishnah reviews some other cases. Hasris, Loichelis, Lamiyavim. A Sris cannot do Chalitza, cannot do Yibam. Obviously, it depends what kind of Sris, depending on Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Lezer. Vechen Eilanis. Likewise, an Eilanis. Loichelis, Loichelis, She can't do Chalitza, she can't do Yibam. An islandist does, uh, is a woman that doesn't display signs of maturity. And her uterus does not develop. Okay. Hasris shechalatz li'vimtai. A sris that does chalitza. Now this is talking about a sris that is not capable of, is not allowed to do chalitza. In other words, um, is completely categorically removed from the parish of Yivim, either the case uh, either according to Rabbi Akiva, Sris Chama, or Kanchavaleza, Sris Adam. If he does Chalitz, even to Eloi Pasle, he does not disqualify here. Normally, a Chalutza is Pasle Kahuna. But if it's the Chalitza of a Sris, she's not Pasle Kahuna because. Um, because why? Um, because it's not a real chalitza, it's not an act of chalitza, it's not a, a significant act. However, Bala, but if the Swiss has relations with her, Pasla, he does disqualify her, because it is a, um, a relation of promiscuity. In other words, even though the chalitza is not recognized, the relations is a relations of znos. V'chein islandess. Likewise, in Alan is Shachotzula that they did Chalitzatur, Shachotzul Achen, Loi Paslua. They don't disqualify her because she is categorically exempt from Chalitza. There's no Zika, and therefore the Chalitza doesn't do anything. But Baaluha, if they had relations with her, Pasluha, they disqualify her. Why? Because living with her is a Bilasnos. Okay, coming back to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that the sris that is completely categorically removed from the parish of Yibam is a sris chama. But a sris adam that had a shas koishar, cholzen choyleitz v'cholzen le'ishtai. By the way, um, you know Rabbi Akiva is a very important figure in this week's parsha Because, you know, Shechem ben Chamoer, the neshama of Rabbi Akiva was in Chamor. Anyway, I thought you might want to know that. Fine. Mechti, Shamin Rabbi Akiva. We hear about Rabbi Akiva, the Omar, Chayvei Lavin Kechayvei Krisus Dami. We know that Rabbi Akiva holds Chayvei Lavin, I like Chayvei Krisus. In fact, Rabbi Akiva holds that relations of Chayvei Lavin produce Mamzerus. Vechayvei Krisus Lavin Echelitz V'yibam Nenu. So the question is, this Sris Adam, that Rabbi Akiva says, Chayleitz V'chotzen L'Ishtai, but he's a Ptsuadaka. Everyone agrees there's a machlikis what a sris is, but a psuadaka is a sris adam. Someone who became a sris, someone who became impotent later in life, is a psuadaka according to everybody. And according to Rabbi Kiva, he would be categorically removed from Yibam. And therefore, why would Rabbi Kiva say, you're choyleitz, but he's labne chalitza v'yibam? I am not here. Let me turn up my volume. Okay. What? What is a psudaka? Yes. 
Tzedakah is someone uh, literally either um, either wounded testicles or crushed testicles. But 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 the the gist of it is someone who later in life uh, is not able to reproduce. So that is what is called a sris adam. So and such a person cannot marry into the mainstream uh, Jewish people. Can a tzedakah cannot marry a regular Jewish woman. It's a, it's a lav in the Torah. So even though Rabbi Kiva holds that that's not the sris that's exempt from yibum, fine. But uh, he cannot marry. He's you can he cannot enter the kahal. And uh, Rabbi Kiva l'shita say holds chayve lav and unlike chayve krisa, so his lav ne chalisu yibum neno. So the Gemara says an amazing okimta. Yeah, okay. No, he can't. He cannot marry a girl that's not able to have children. But he could marry a Giyoyres, which is what the Gemara is about to say. The Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ami said, The deceased married a convert. And Abtsodaka could marry a convert. Um... I is it can a Psuadaka marry a convert? The Gerim are not called the mainstream fold of the Jewish people. So Machlikas Rabyosin Rabihuda. Rabihuda holds Gerim are called the Kahal. We had Rabihuda Shita on the bottom of Ayin Zayin Amidbez um Rabbi holds kahal gerim ikri kahal, but Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi Yosi kahal gerim loy ikri kahal, and therefore the cases where the tzuadaka, uh, the Swiss adam is is zakuk uh, then to this woman who's a giyaras. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, then why can't he do yibum to her? Why can he do Yibam to her? Why should he be able to do Yibam to her? Because according to Rabbi Akiva, he is a Ptsuadaka. However, A Pitsuadaka is allowed to live with a Giyaris. So then, why can't he do Yibam? Do you understand that question? How could you do Yibam if you're not going to have children? What's the point? He can't do Yibam. What? He can't do Yibam. He well, can't build his brother's house. Well. Right, he's not going to accomplish the purpose of the of the mitzvah, but it sounds like he's a p'tzuadaka. It's it, there's his relations would be can halachically considered relations, and the reason why Rabbi Akiva holds, if Rabbi Akiva one second, if Rabbi Akiva held chaltzin, that means there is some zika over here, 
and we don't really care about the fact that he's not going to build up her house. So if you could do chalitza, you might as well do yibum. Meaning, obviously we're not really that concerned about the fact he's not having children. If we were, then you wouldn't be able to have chalitza. So if you, if you could have chalitza, that means there's a zika here. If there's a zika here, so just go for it. Well, if if having children was the prerequisite of being able to do yibum, then then why would we why why would there be any zika here? In other words, why is there zika to this guy who can't have children? Apparently, the fact that he's not capable of producing children is not a zika buster. That means she's attached to him. So he's saying, okay, she's attached to him, but he cannot do the mitzvah of Yivam since he cannot have relations that will end in children? That's going to come out of it. Okay, what if the guy is an old guy? What if he's 90 years old? He's pater from Yivam? I don't know, we never saw that. So apparently, having children is not going to stop somebody from being able to fulfill the mitzvah. So the Gemara is asking, why don't you do Yibam? And the, you, want, you know what the Gemara says? You do. Rabbi Kiva says you do do Yibam. I, but he says you do Chalitza. No. Because Rabbi Yeshua said you do Chalitza, Amar Iyunami Cholitz. He also said you do, you do Chalitza. Now, wh- now, why doesn't Rabbi Yeshua hold you could do Yibam? Rashi explains, because Rabbi Yeshua holds, like Rabbi Yehuda, that Geirim are called Kahal. So since Geirim are called Kahal, therefore Ptsuadaka cannot marry a Ger. So why could you do Chalitza? Because it's only a Lav, and Chayvei Lavin will not ruin the Zika, so you could still do Chalitza. So, but Enechanami, according to Rabbi Yeshua, a Petsua Daka, according to Rabbi Akiva, the Petsua Daka does Yibum to the Giyores. Now that's a Chiddush if I ever heard one. Here we are, November 16th, 2021. Rabbi Akiva says that you have a guy, he's a Petsua Daka, he had an injury, he cannot have children, and a Giyores falls to him. Not only does he do Chalitza, he really does Yibum. So why doesn't the Mishnah say he does Yibum? Just for symmetry. Because Rabbi Shua holds that a Psodaka cannot marry a Giyaras. Deikonami, a proof to this is, the Ktani, the Mishnah says, Hey Rabbi Shua ben Beseira al ben Megusas Shabishlaim, Sris Adam. That Ben Megusas was a Sris Adam. And they did Yibam to his wife, Lekayim Divri Rabbi Akiva. Shmamina. This is the biggest Pella in the world. 
Because, of course, Rabbi Akiva would say that the wife of a Swiss Adam you can do Yibam too, because the Yavam is a healthy guy who's doing Yibam to the wife of a Swiss Adam. The Shaila is, can a Swiss Adam, Petsua Daka, do Yibam to the Giyoras? So, how could we prove anything from the fact that Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah says that the wife of a Swiss Adam, you could do Yibam too, does that, how could you extrapolate based on that, that the Swiss Adam himself could do Yibam? So that's a big question here on the Sugya. Okay. Now, here's the deal. The issue here is, it's not so Pasha to say that our Mishnah is talking about that the Swiss Adam, who we're saying is Chayv and Chalitza, is is uh, doing chalitza to a giyayras, right? This whole answer to explain Rabbi Akiva is predicated on the fact that the yivama is a giyayras, and that's how the tzuadaka could do chalitza or perhaps even yivam to her. But we're about to quote a brisa that clearly maintains that the Mishnah is talking about a regular Jewish woman. Masiv Raba. <coughs> Raba asked, Petzuadaka, a... Petsuadaka, someone of injured or crushed testicles, Vikrus Shavcha, or someone whose aver was severed, Sris Adam, or Sris Adam, the Hazakin, Ayacholtsen Oymeyamim. Either does Chalitza or Yibam. Ketzad, how is that? Mesu, if they die, v'lahem nashim, and they had wives, v'lahem achim, they had brothers, v'amdu achim, and the brothers get up, v'asu maimer b'nashayseyam, and they do maimer to the wife, v'nasnu get, or they give a get, o'yishachaltzu, or they do chalitza, masha asu asu, what they did was done. V'imbalu kanu, if they had relations, they're kainahar. So this is talking about where the deceased was a Tzuadaka, Kroshavcha, Sris Adam, or a Zakein. And you could do either Chalitza or Yibam to their wives. If they die, and if the brothers have relations with their wives, they're kind of their wife. Mesu Achen, if the brothers died. Va'om Duhen, and these, and, th- and they, meaning the Tzuadaka, the Kroshavcha, the Zakein. Va'asu Maimer bin Nishayseim, v'nasnu Gerai Chaltzu. So what they did is done. Then Balu Kanu, if they had relations, they're kind of the wife. But they cannot stay with her. They can't stay with her. So if the Pitsuadaka has relations with the Yivama, so the, he's kind of her, and it's a valid Yibam, but they can't stay in marriage because she's a Ptsuadaka. Now obviously they're not a Giyoyres because if they were a Giyoyres they'd be allowed to stay together. They'd be allowed to stay. So we see we're talking about a, a normal Jewish girl. But if it's a normal Jewish girl we're back, we're up the creek without a paddle. But he's a Ptsuadaka and according to Rabbi Akiva Chayve Lavin is like Chayve Krisus. So it's like Chayve Krisus. There should be no Zika. And in Balu Loikanu, 
and they should not be able to stay. In other words, from this Brisa that says they, you cannot stay, the Tzodaka can't stay with the Yavama, clearly the Yavama is a regular Jewish girl. So if she's a regular Jewish girl, then why is he Zakuk to her in the first place? And why could he do Chalitza? Right, you hear the answer? You hear the Gemara's question? The Brisa indicates that we're not talking about a Giyaris. Because the Brisa says that if he does live with her, he has to divorce her. He, has, he can, can't stay with her. So obviously we're not talking about a Giyaris. So we're back to the question. Since this Swiss Adam is a Pitsuadaka, so why is there any Zika? Why could you do Chalitza? It's Chayve Lavin, according to Rabbi Kiva, which is like Chayve Krisus. Elo Amar Raba. Raba gave another answer. She fell to him when he was healthy. And he became wounded after. So therefore, at the time of the Nefilah, there was Zika because he was a healthy guy. And then he became a Ptsuadaka, so the Zika already took effect. So the Gemara has a question now. Okay, the, the Zika took effect, but let the lav come and blow the Zika out of the waters. Because there is such a concept. Amrle Abaye, Abaye said, the lacy Iser Ptsua, let the Iser Ptsua Daka come, the Nidchi and let it push away the Asay of Yivam. And we're going to give an example where an Iser can blast push away the mitzvahibam. Miloy tnan, did we not learn in the Mishnah? In a Mishnah. This Mishnah is earlier on Daf Yudches. I'm sure you remember from Daf Yudches. Also, don't worry, we'll have it again on Daf Kuftes. Ram Gamliel Oimer, in Miyana Miyana, if she does Yibam, if she does Miyon and refuses the marriage, good. Vimlav, otherwise, Tamten Achetagdal. You wait until she grows up. The Tetzay Halazu and the other woman is pushed off. Mishum Achosisha. Here's the case. You have two brothers, Beryl and Shmerel. And they're married to two girls, Rachel and Leah. Rachel is an, Rachel is an adult. And Leah is a kid. So Beryl is married to Rachel. And Shmerel is married to a little girl, Leah. And Beryl dies. And Beryl's wife falls to Shmerel. The problem though is, Shmerel has a... She's married to a minor. So he has a Kedushan Drabonon to his Yivama sister. So one Tana says, Okay. So, uh, one Tana says, So we'll force... Shmerel to do Mion to his minor wife, and then he'll do Yibam to Rachel. And Rem Gamliel says, look, if <coughs> Leah wants to do Mion, she could do Mion, but otherwise we'll wait until she gets older, and then you'll be married to her Midairaisa, and then Rachel will be pushed away, even though originally Rachel was Zakuk to you, but once your wife, once her sister became your wife, so then the Isra of Achosisha that comes later blasts 
the Zika to her sister out of the waters. Al Moisi, Asi Isra Achosisha, Vedachi, and it pushes it off. Hachanami, Nesi Isra Psua Venilchi, let the Isra Psodaka come and push it off. So the Gemara says, take three. Let's try another possibility. Again, we're trying to explain in the Mishnah, why does Rabbi Akiva say, Isris Adam, you do Chalitza, but he's a Psuadaka. And a Psuadaka is a lav, and according to Rabbi Akiva, a lav is like a kares. Omar, Rav Yosef, Hai Tana, the Tana of our Mishnah, citing Rabbi Akiva, Hach Tana Debe Rabbi Akivahi goes like the version of Rabbi Akiva that holds that not all Chayvei Lavin are like Chayvei Krisos. There is an opinion, Rav Simoi holds all Chayvei Lavin and Rabbi Akiva are like Chayvei Krisos. But other Tanoim say, only Chayvei Lavin of She'er, of, rel- of relatives, are like Chayvei Krisos. But other Chayvei Lavin, like Petsua Daka, are not like Chayvei Krisos. Um, hach, hai tana, this tana, hach tana debe Rabbi Akiva, is the version of Rabbi Akiva, the Amar who holds, mechayve lavin de she'er, have that chayve lavin of she'er is a, produces namzeres, mechayve lavin gredi loy have mamzer. And therefore, we could say over here, there is a zika, lahakim la'ach of shame. Oh. Okay, so that's the answer. Sorry. The answer is, it goes according to the Tana that holds that in Rabbi Akiva, Chavei Lavin only create Mamzerus if it's Chavei Lavin of She'er, not if it's uh, regular Chavei Lavin. Okay, so now, Alan, the Gemara asks you a question. You ready for this? The question is, bottom line in Rabbi Akiva, here you have a guy, he's a Swiss Adam, he was injured. Oh, he had a Shas Koysher. He There was a time that he could have uh, produced a child. Who cares? Bottom line is, right now, the guy can't father a child. If he can't father a child, so then, how could you say there's Zika? And he would even do Yibum. Why, why would he even do Yibum? Says Gemara, He's not capable of producing a child. Oh, but he had a Shas HaKosha. Once upon a time, the guy could father a child. But guess what? He can't today. So if he can't today, he can't be Mekayim Yibum. Rashi says, um, Amai Sris Choyleit Safiloyit Shas Koshe Ikri Kan Lohokim what about he has to be able to father a kid? We can't have a kid. Says the Gemara, who cares? And it has to be we don't care. You know why? Because every deceased, three seconds before he dies, he can't have a kid. When a, man is, when a man is about to die, clinical studies show that he cannot father a child. Although, if I'm not mistaken, I think you could still be dead and father a child. And I think there are even cases of that. 
And I think we even had it in Yavamas, no? Yes, we had an Ion Shur. Um, Michael, is it Michael, yeah? Yeah, 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 that was beautiful Shur. My favorite. <laughs> right, I remember you, you said it over to somebody, yeah? You met somebody somewhere. And obviously, if you meet somebody somewhere, what are you going to talk about? You talk about dead people fathering children, right? So, the Noi de Behuda, right? Noi de Behuda has a tshuva, that it is possible, I think, to be clinically dead. Don't try it at home and father a child. So, but bottom line is the Gemara is assuming, I guess, in Ruba de Ruba of cases, you know, when a person is about to go, they can't father a child. So that means a moment before death, the person is a Swiss. And in that case, there should never be Yibam. Because, why are you doing Yibam to this lady? But um, her, her house was not built anyway. Her house was erased anyway. Because she was married to a guy who already his name was erased. Why? Because a moment before he died, he couldn't have a kid. Says Gemara, um, since every single person before they die is not capable of fathering a child, so it must be we value greatly the fact that somebody once had a Shas Koishar. Meaning Shas Koishar is extremely valuable. Because if it wasn't valuable, you can never do Yibam. Because every single person, a minute before they die, they can't father a kid. So then the Gemara says, well then this slugs up Rabbi Lezer Shita. Rabbi Lezer doesn't buy into Shas Koisha. Rabbi Lezer holds it's all dependent on whether you can have a Rafu or not. That somebody who was born that way can have a Rafu, or someone who was injured cannot. But obviously there is great value in Shas HaKoisha. Says Gemara, the Rabbi Lezer Peruka, the Rava Perchahi. According to Rabbi Lezer Shita, isn't this question of Rava a complete refutation, meaning can't we prove from the fact that a person in a minute before they die can't have a child. That means we value greatly the fact that before that they could have. So th- shouldn't that establish that the determining factor is the Shas Koishar? Sigmar says no. The fact that a minute before a person dies they can't have a child, it doesn't mean they're fundamentally not able to have a child, it's just they're too weak to have a child. But it doesn't mean they're biologically um, incapacitated. There, it's just a weakness that set, that began to set in. That's the end of that Ayin Testament base. Now, next week um, is Erev Hanukkah. And there are stuff going on the whole week. So I might have to do Ahmed Aleph Thursday night. Sorry. Better to be ahead than behind. So I'll keep you posted. Um, but next Monday night, I have weddings. Um, I have weddings a good chunk of the week, okay? <coughs> okay, everyone, thank you very much. Have a great night. Call to. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.